reaction to it, right? Maybe. The the pneumonia. Okay. Can I get a clap, clap, clap? All right, just one. All right, let's do this. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch, and these are my co-hosts. Natsuki. And Alex, hello. And today, we're going to talk about, uh, as you click the thumbnail, you saw white privilege in Japan. <laughs> and before we talk about this, I want to talk about why we're talking about this. So Alex comes to me one day, and I'm going to, I'm going to make this as anonymous as possible, so it's not, you know... We don't, we don't, we're not going to mention names or anything. But Alex comes to me one day and he's just like, hey, I know this individual who is, who's looking for something to do, uh, you know, doesn't have a job or anything like that, doesn't have any experience or anything like that, but is there something that we could do? Like, you know, internship or something like that, right? Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And so I meet this person and then long story short, I'm not going to get into the, all the little nitty gritty details, but I was just like, well... No experience, no real higher education, no real skills, marketable skills, I should say. Um, and I was like, well, you know, in, internship is about as best as I can do. I was thinking, but I didn't want to do like a free internship. I was like, well, you know, if the the kid wants to work a little bit, you know, some pocket change would be good. Mm -hmm. So it was a paid internship, basically offer from this side saying, hey, you know, if you want to, if you want to learn some things and whatever, maybe we can, you know, there'll be a mutual benefit, beneficial relationship or something like that. And we've done this before. We, we've got some rescue hires, I want to call them, where like, you know, they were kind of people who uh, were just like, didn't have any plans and have some didn't have any formal education. And we, we brought them in because we could see potential. And then, you know, in the future, they, they, they got better. And now a couple of them are, are some of our star performers. Anyway, so then I get an email back from this individual saying, I'm sorry, I don't think that's worth my time, hmm. even though this person is not doing anything at all. And then when pressed, I was like, what is, what is the problem? And it was like, well, the money's not good. Mm. And I'm like, no education, no formal education, no higher education, no skills. Resume amounts to saying this person is a friendly person mm. and that's it. And I'm like, what did you expect higher than like, you know, what we offered? And I was just like, and I thought about it long and hard. I was like, the only way that it makes any sense because this person happens to be white. Mm. And I was just like, I think this is a white privilege thing. <laughs> now, I don't, maybe it's not with this individual. I don't know. But, but I have had this so many times in the past where white people in Japan just expect to be paid more than their ja Japanese counterparts simply because they're white. And, I, and, and especially since a lot of these, uh, I don't want to call what, what do we call them? Expatriates or whatever? Expats? Yeah, maybe, yeah. A lot of them are fucking useless people. Immigrants. <laughs> yeah. Really? They're fucking useless people. They have no skills. A lot of them don't even have social skills. But when they get here, they're like, pay me more than everybody else. I'm king or queen. And so I wanted to talk about white privilege today. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was some lead-in. Wow. Yeah. I have nothing to say. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I don't want to start with you, Natsuki. I'm going to, we're going to come to you in a second. I actually uh, want, to, I want, to, I want to have both me and Alex admit that mm. we are absolutely the beneficiaries of white privilege. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. why not? I yeah. mean, like we, we also work very hard. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I know that I've gotten partially to where I am because I'm a white male. Like I get that. Okay. And I think, Alex, you get that too. So, I mean, like white privilege in the West and white privilege in Japan, if you want to call it white privilege in Japan, probably a bit different. Right? Explain, mm. explain. So, I mean, in Western countries, you know, there's a mixed, diverse population, uh, a lot of people from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, things like that. And they're not all starting on the same start line, right? Right. So some people are ahead, some people are behind. And generally, it's the people of color, let's say, yeah. who are behind the start line, Absolutely, right? yeah. You know what I mean? It's not always true. Some people from, you know, uh, different ethnicities other than white, you know, come with, 
you know, rich families or money behind them. Generally, generally, yeah. right? So, I mean, white privilege kind of starts from there, I guess. But in Japan, it's something a little bit different. Um, I think it's the kind of idea that you're some kind of almost white savior type oh. who's kind of, I've learned a bit about the country and I've come all the way here. Tom Cruise. Yeah, the Tom Cruise type, right? <laughs> and it's like, I deserve, you know, more because I've put all this effort in coming all the way here. I got on a plane and I came here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is a bit different, right? Um, so there's that side of it. And there is another side, actually. There is the kind of perpetual foreigner type side as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I had to phone up a bank yesterday because uh, one of our customers paid too much money by the credit card. Okay. They made a mistake or something. I don't know what they were buying uh, on, online or whatever. Paid too much, noticed it in advance, and I thought it'd be nice to get in touch with them and let them know. So I went through their bank and I phoned up. And because I'm like a foreign guy, you can tell when I speak Japanese, I'm not a native speaker. Little accent, right? They all automatically thought it was something suspicious. So they were like, we can't deal with you. <laughs> is there, no is, way. Is there somebody who's uh, not foreign working at your company? No way. Yeah. So that kind of stuff does happen. Oh, okay. um, you know, so th there's the double kind of side of it. Yeah. Um, where sometimes you're seen as not trustworthy or they can't uh, let you do a job that a Japanese person would do. And then sometimes they kind of prop you up and you're this kind of all-saving superstar employee who can do anything and and fix everything as well. So it's a weird, weird <laughs> balance. Um, but people, as you said, come in here with no real marketable skills. You know, it's not the 80s. It's not like... It's not the 80s. It's not the, the 80s, man. I, I know a guy who, like, he used to play pool. Yeah. And he used to get paid hundreds of dollars an hour just to play pool with Japanese people. Oh, because it was like an attraction. Because he was like an American dude. <laughs> and they thought they'd seen like all these American movies with Tom Cruise in and stuff, but it was cool. <laughs> so they paid him to be, do that. So they paid him to do it and they just gave him shitloads of money. He said it was amazing. Brilliant. You I, know. I got a lounge singer friend. He's uh, from Louisiana or something like that in America. Big black guy. Uh -oh. And like, he's like, oh yeah, in Tokyo, we get paid $500 a night just to come and sing a couple songs. Oh. Yeah. But they only wanted black guys. They yeah, yeah, only yeah. wanted black guys. Yeah. Yeah. Is that black privilege then? Yeah, oh. black privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Why he's in Kagoshima though? <laughs> well, I think because when the that dried up, he just kept going to the more countryside areas and then just wound up. I don't know. There's nowhere okay. else to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to the bottom. Um, yeah. So, I mean, during the kind of bubble period, there was a time when Japan was still very, you know, insular and isolated compared to the rest of the world. Yeah. And that's when, you know, the foreign people had it good because there was a lot of money going around. Bubble, G, the bubble era. Yeah, mm. your qualifications for being a professional teacher were speaking your own native language, <laughs> which, you know, seems a bit low, to be honest. But, you know, and there's still that kind of mentality remaining now, even though the job market is now really competitive. Yeah. You know, you've got to have some skills, you've got to have some experience. And, you know, if a Japanese person can do the be job better than you, why bother training a foreign person to and, do it? And then also, and again, like everybody expects this expat, uh, expat like salary. Yeah. They're like, pay me like double of a Japanese person. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll just hire a Japanese person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, you know, it's all about the skills and what you can bring, right? Yeah. So um, I think adaptability is the number one thing, though, right? It's got to be. Well, I mean, like if you're a kid from Silicon Valley, for example, and you've got huge, like this, like your LinkedIn is just like uh, off the charts and you come here and you, and you, you demand a uh, salary. That's cool. We're yeah. not talking about that. Mm -hmm. We're talking about what, what Alex was just saying, like you speak your own native language. And That's so you, <laughs> you think you're a teacher, even though you majored in underwater basket weaving and you have no practicum or practical experience whatsoever. 
but you can speak your own native language. There is one thing though. It's like even somebody who's a high flyer abroad, like a really high performing individual. I know somebody who was at like one of America's biggest ad agencies who came mm. to Japan mm. and really struggled, you know, at the start because the way he did business over there. Yeah. And the way they do it here was so different. It was that's, that's adaptability, right? Yeah. yeah. So there was no adaptability there. So his skill set didn't transfer. So there's actually that's a different conversation to have. Like yeah. the top end skills that are going to waste because Japanese companies don't know what to do with those people. Mm. That's not what we're talking about today. I'm talking about the white guys, mostly guys, who walk around like King Kong and they just think everybody should just shower me with salary and pussy because <laughs> I'm white. And I'm just like. No. <laughs> Is that happen in other Asian countries like Korean or China? When I went to Korea, mm-hmm. right, I get off the plane, right, and I just see beautiful women everywhere because it's Incheon Airport, with the best airport in the whole world, guys. I would, I would go just to see their airport. <laughs> anyway, like in in like Tokyo, all the girls fawn over you. They're like, they're like, oh my god, where are you from? Kind of thing. Korean girls are like, seen you before. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I kind of like this. <laughs> right, right, right. It depends on the, you know, it depends where you are. Yeah. A lot of it. There's, like in China, I, mean, I remember a guy uh, I was at university with and he could sing pop songs in Chinese. Yeah. So he was like a god oh. to these Chinese students or whatever. Uh, and going to China as well and speaking in Chinese to yeah. people. They were all like, wow. There's you a know, YouTuber that does that. He'll put his phone somewhere and start recording like next to Chinese people. Right. And then like they'll come over and like bring him an English menu and he'll just like speak them in fluent Chinese and like reading the, the, the Chinese menu and everything. And like th- he just films their reactions. I just got like, well, yeah, fuck you. I can speak Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> did you guys talk with your friends before you come to Japan? Like which did, Asian... did we have like a white privilege planning yeah, yeah, party? Yeah, I mean like <laughs> which, which Asian country is the best to go or right. something like that. <laughs> uh, no, but I remember I came here when I was 14, right? right. As a homestay. And uh-huh. I remember that was the 90s, right? When I came uh-huh. here. And I just remember everybody thinking I was like the shiny toy. Oh, okay. They're just like, oh my God, he's different. Oh. And that's where it really started for me. I was just like, what is this crap? I'm like, this is not deserved or earned in any way. But yeah. Um, but people perpetuate it themselves as well. Japanese people do perpetuate this kind of myth mm. as well. Yeah. So I got, yeah. I got, I actually had this conversation with a non white person who lived in Japan. And the comment from that person was, you should get into this self-demeaning hatred of Asians. Like how the, in it, some Asian countries, there's like this, it's kind of bad to be Asian, like mentality. Mm-hmm. Then some of that was propagated by Western media during like, you know, World War II and stuff like that, whatever. But like, for example, uh, if you look at a golf magazine in Japan, if you if you look at a golf magazine in America, you either see the top golfers or you see like just the top golfers, wh- whoever they are, doesn't matter what country they're from. In In Japan, they're all white guys. Like all the adverts and all the stuff for like golf wear and golf stuff, it's all white guys. You'll never see a Japanese guy in their golf ads. Hmm. Right. And then like my friend was pointing this out to me. He's like, why is this? It's like because, you know, Japanese people like akogareru, they, what is it? Um, like look up to. Look up to or like envy or want to be white. Hmm. But I, I don't think that's the true actually. You know what I mean? I don't think that's true I in think, all cases, no. I think it's more like a exoticism or something like that. So it's to make golf look a bit more fancy and foreign and make you feel a bit more erudite, right? Yeah. Something like that. But, is that, but why do they use a white guy? I don't know. I don't Tiger know. Was, was on there, you know? <laughs> Tiger, <laughs> Tiger, we just, he, does, he can't be categorized. That's okay. just a, he, he broke golf for the whole world. Okay. <laughs> and good on him for it. Yeah. <laughs> 
but no like uh, there's just uh, it's it's it, like alex was saying it's really it's not like american white privilege i don't know anything about england but american white privilege i know sometimes i'd interview for jobs back in vegas and it'd be like me and a bunch of other hispanics and they'd get me because they wanted to put me in the in the position in front of all the customers and everything mm-hmm. and i could sense that and i knew that and i was just like this is not probably that great i mean like mm-hmm. this is this is kind of shit right and so like that happened, I don't know if it happens now because I don't live there anymore, but in Japan, it's like, they don't put you above. They, like you said, they put you over here. You're like category C, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like this different thing. But you can be the panda as well, right? So in the US, for example, they wouldn't hire Hispanic people to put them in front of the crowd or whatever, like you were saying. But in Japan, they would hire a white person to do that. Yeah. You know, just as a piece of entertainment. Right. So it's the same kind of discrimination but mm. it's just the position is different whether you're in front of people or not. There's two hotels here and they specifically hire white people to be like the doorman and like a like a front counter guy. Mm. Right. That's right. the only they they're not that one of them's really good at Japanese but the other one's not was not that great at Japanese and the only reason why he was at the front was because he's white. Mm. Right, right. They're like look how international we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe true. Yeah. I was yeah. put in an ad here in Kagoshima. The posters are still hung up. And it was, oh, it was so funny. Okay, so it's like, let's be, let's promote diversity. And it was like a guy in a wheelchair who wasn't actually supposed to be in a, oh, a woman in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. a, a pregnant woman. So apparently pregnant women are like, I don't know, a category of like diversity. Okay. <laughs> an old person, a young person, an Olympian, random, and right. a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly. <laughs> and I'm like, this is their poster for diversity in Japan. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> what was the Olympics guy doing there? I don't know. He was handing out medals to people for being you. Swear to God, that was a commercial. Like, he was just giving medals to everybody. Yeah. I got a medal from this guy. Yeah. Is it that easy to get an Olympic medal? If you're white, yes. <laughs> if you're white. <laughs> no, I don't know if that holds up statistically or not. It, but, it yeah. doesn't. No, I think China's beating America right now, whatever this is filmed. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I, they have a billion people. You'd think they'd have more. Yeah. Well, Japan's beating everybody for COVID gold at the moment <laughs> in uh, Tokyo. This was pre-recorded, everybody. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, no, okay. So, Alex, you, you've you been to Tokyo. You've been to like more like urban areas. You know, you've gone to Hub, I'm assuming. Yeah. Hub, guys, if you don't know, it's like, it's a play on words for pub. It's like a fake British pub in Japan. It's a chain bar. How, how how do you feel about Hub? Like the white guys, like I feel very bad about Hub. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? I I used to love like to go there. You it's, liked it. Yeah. Why did you like it? Because <laughs> it's cheap and they have good food and I can experience like you know I mean like British or Britain. Britain. Yeah. It, okay. It's for food and drinks, not really? die. <laughs> I get that. I've cornered you now. Um, <laughs> Hub's a weird place. I don't know what to make of it. I. I recommend if you guys come here to go to Hub, but don't make that the point of the night. Well, I, I, I want to know what's going, to, what happened if you go to Hub. I what? went to Hub, and I every time I've been, I've been there like three times, I think, when I went to Tokyo just for a laugh because I was like, you know, stuck in Shinbashi with nothing to do. Right. So, yeah, Shinbashi, uh, there's a Hub. I yeah. go there. <laughs> you, I go there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a regular thing. <laughs> because uh, they have good food. <laughs> they don't have good food. It's they, they have non-Japanese food, Yeah, right? non-Japanese yeah, yeah. food. It doesn't right. equal sign good. <laughs> so, I think that's the, the thesis of today's show right there. <laughs> well, I always used to, I don't, for some reason, I always got cornered by like a foreign couple who'd just come to Japan on holiday. Yeah. And they'd gone to Hub because they didn't know where to go. Uh, and they're like asking me all questions about their itinerary and stuff. And it's 
just like, fuck off. <laughs> That's my job. I don't want to discuss it here. Last last time yeah. I went to Hub, I was in Tokyo to see, uh, let's call her a friend. And she was really, she's really younger that I met here. And, we, and we, anyway, and she's like, I know this place. I've never been there, but I heard it's really good. Do you want to go together? And I was like, okay. And it turns out to be Hub. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, there's just white guys macking on Japanese girls everywhere. This is why Natsuki probably likes that place. No, I, I said, it's good food <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and drinks. I hope yeah. your husband's watching the show. Anyway, and so like, that's all it is. It's just like white guys. But you never see Japanese guys hitting on white girls. Uh, not so it? much, oh, no. Oh. Never. It just doesn't happen. I've seen it. I've seen it too. Yeah. But when you when you ask most white guys, like, what do you think about Japanese girls? Most of them are like, oh, they're fun or whatever. Positive reviews, mostly, you know, four out of five stars mainly. You ask Japanese guys, what do you think about white women? It's usually like, they're scary, they're aggressive. Like, I'm good with a Japanese girl. <laughs> Maybe what? those girls are in experience overseas before. Inexperienced. <laughs> oh, wait, so anyway, I'm not going <laughs> to go down that road. But anyway, yeah. like, I don't know. Hub is just the shithole of Tokyo and urban areas. Yeah. Well, if you like it, whatever. Who cares? I mean, but it's not like some place that I would choose to go. Again, if you're, if you're, to, if you're a tourist and you're coming here, don't, you can go. Just don't make it the point of your night. Yeah, it's a place for college students, actually. No? Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, yeah it's, it's cheap. cheap. Like young hmm. employees, first, second year employees, students, that mm -mm. kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, but, um, you know, there's a lot of people in there who are doing your kind of English teacher lifer type job who just want to get something to take home, you know. Dude, the English teacher for life people are amazing to me, especially when they start to get really up in their age. They're like in their 60s and they're like, I'm going to work with my backpack on. I'm like, you had no career growth in the last 40 years of your life, sir. <laughs> like, how do you feel? <laughs> like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with teaching English. I mean, I, I used to do it, you know. Well, I used uh, to do it? Yeah. Um, but... You know, it, it, I did, think, did you notice the part of that sentence where you said used to do like it's yeah. like it's cool to have a, you know, it's cool to come here for a couple of years and go home. Mm. It's cool to come here and do that for a little while and then do something else. But mm. why are you still doing it in your 60s? Is it fun? I don't know. If you're a professional teacher and you're a good teacher, yeah, why okay. not? But like, I think you got to get better as you go along. Right. And there's a lot of people on cruise just going through the motions some people make good money, right? That's oh, yeah. why they keep doing No, you doing can make it. some more right money on it. Yeah, yeah especially just... depending on the, the location. Again, the, because a lot of Aikawa schools and like schools want the white guy mm. to be their teacher. Mm. Uh, I looked up some data for the show. I actually did do some research. There's, uh, there was a survey that was done on uh, non-Japanese female, non-white English teachers. Mm. And it was amazing. Like they, all the data behind that suggests that one, they get paid way less. So think of like a Filipino English teacher, like not mm. even from the Philippines, maybe from America, but they look Filipino. Right. Okay. Right. These people's salaries are much, much lower and their offer, their job offers are much, much fewer and far between. Mm. So like English teacher or English professor equals sign white man. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, if you, yeah, I do understand that, but it is an image thing as well. Right. But as a business owner, image. if you yeah. were an Aikawa uh, business owner, you would do you would hire those white people because yeah. they'd bring in the students. <laughs> yeah. The students would come right. there. Yeah, right. It's about image. Mm. It's, it's about image. image. I mean, a lot of it is to do with image, like how you look. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you were going to learn French, for example, you would want some like oh, yeah. scrawny French dude with a beret. No, I was thinking like a <laughs> French lady. But... Or a hot French lady. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. You know. When I was in university, my Latin teacher was an excommunicated nun from the Vatican. 
Really? She showed up on her first day of school in a Juicy. Do you know Juicy, the brand? Yeah, I think so. Like sweatpants, Juicy brand. She showed up in a Juicy sweatpants and sweat, a sweatshirt. So why was she excommunicated? <laughs> she was probably being a bad uh, it, nun. Yeah, it reminds me. Yeah, Cameron Deers sings to me. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That, that Ju- juicy, like, mm-hmm. Juicy, like, sweat pants or something like that yeah, yeah. like that mm. it's a juicy in her ass just like that <laughs> and she was a bombshell with giant tits and a nice ass and she comes in and she's like i'm from the vatican i got excommunicated that was the first thing she said jesus and i was like we're learning latin latin i think i got like a c in that class <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't motivating no i just didn't pay attention yeah 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 I uh, also didn't like latin but um let's talk about the difference between like being let's say let's just do the white black divide I think that the way that if you're blacking in Japan now, it's great. Like it's a popularity thing now, but I think maybe 10 years ago it was a negative thing. Mm. Uh, it's it's not even that. I mean, it's just like this weird. I mean, I, I know some kids who's like mixed race or whatever and the parents black, other ones Japanese. And it's like, oh, you must be good at sports. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I don't mm. like sports. And it's like, no, no, you must be good at sports. And it's like, why do you think that? And they won't say it. Right. Or they'll go, oh, half of that guy or something like that. Mm. So there's these weird like stereotypes that you don't want. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just not taking you as you. Mm. So whether it's a positive stereotype or a negative one, it's just baggage you don't want. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that, and like also like I know me and people like uh, right. you know, opening people's yeah, mm. uh, Sunny Brown as, mm. as well, opening mm. people's eyes to this kind of you know genre of Japanese people. Mm, that's but at true. the same time, it's just like this weird discrimination that comes out of it. Uh, it's, it's not nice. Yeah, that's true. If I see the black people, you know, who are like half Japanese and black people, I must believe that they have a good like, you know. Athletic black. ability. Yeah. Mm, that's true. I, I was listening to a story told by a 60-year-old Japanese woman. She's like, when I was in New York, I was walking down the street and, and she just said this to me with no... Con- no, she, she didn't know she was being racist. Mm. She just said, and we were walking, and then there was these other two black men walking towards us. We were so scared. Um, I'm just like, why? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Do you take a, a little bit of an, analog, uh, yeah. a, an analytical look at what you just said? Mm. You just said that these two black men were scary just mm. because you're racist. Mm. I'm yeah. like, oh, did they do something? No, they were just walking. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm, sad. I mean, that is kind of the image though here, because like when you see like gangster movies and stuff like that, they like they, there is some association between being a black male and being scary, mm. right? Yeah. Also, oh. Bobby, what was it? Bo- was it Bobby? Bobby Oregon. Where this DV domestic violence news story? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't help. Not helping matters, Bobby. Jeez, gosh, come on. Loved him before that though. Mm. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's just all these, you know, it, it happens in every country, but it's just particularly protracted in Japan because it's such a homogenous society yeah. mm. and it's changing but you know it takes a long time for mm-hmm. people to change those kind of prejudices or whatever right but you know they are hard coded as well to some degree in people in that you know you've got to separate things into like gestalt or whatever yeah into groups you know what's well, a lizard brain it's our, it's our yeah. ev- uh, we evolved that right yeah but i think that the only way to get around it is to get used to people and by used to them i mean spending time with them chatting to them you know getting to know them getting to know what makes them tick or whatever and then you know that, that just starts to disappear and then you can become one of those wankers who goes i don't see color but <laughs> <laughs> like, yes you do you twat <laughs> but I, I think you hit it right on the head like we have to actively all of us including you know Japanese people everybody we all need to actively work against our prejudices right we have to realize that they're there and then analyze them think about them and work against them mm. yeah 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 
Um, I want to I want to talk about because we never talk about this, but Asian non Japanese Asians in Japan. Yeah, Natsuki, how what do you, how do you feel about like Chinese in Japan or like Koreans in Japan? And I'm okay with it. But what do you think the general can, the general mood the feeling yeah, some is? Some people like like people often says you know some people don't want people to think that you're Chinese. Do you understand what uh, I mean? Like, I don't want to be thought of as Chinese. Right, or... right, right. So some people say. Uh, oh my god, somebody thought I was Chinese. It's so gross. Kind of yeah. thing, right? hmm. Mind you, somebody said bonjour to me, I'd say the same thing. But like, God, I thought it was French. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens. Ew. It happens. Oh, okay. Are, okay. Did, we just, did we just say the Chinese are the, the French of Asia? I think they are. And I think <laughs> the Koreans are the Italians. That makes sense because they're always crying. Ah, I see. Okay. It happens. You know, in the dramas okay. and like there's a police car and someone's dead and they're kneeling down <laughs> screaming in the street. That to me seems very Italian. Okay. So, but, that's okay. the hook right there, and Josh. That's the Japanese the are probably right Britain because, you know, neurotic. That's uh, the hook right there. Okay. A bit weird. Okay, Who are the Japanese? Yeah. <laughs> I, there's, a, there's a British and Japanese couple that, that, I, that I actually hooked up and the girl is always saying like, I can't believe how similar the British are to the Japanese except for their food. Aww. Yeah. Aside yeah, from the food, true. everything else is just kind of like hey. similar. Yeah. We've like, got that weird, yeah strange use of language as well oh. polite language to, uh, to say no and stuff like that no hugging either you guys don't love each other no we don't <laughs> no we all hate each other uh, it's good to know that yeah <laughs> I don't know I, I just I just it annoys me because like okay so I do a lot of hiring and stuff like that and I, I remember like when we do salary negotiations I swear to god there's times it's just like why do you feel like you're worth this amount? And like, they don't say it, but they're thinking, because I'm white. And I'm just like... But I think a lot of it is also to do with the fact that they don't really know the Japanese job market and how much know. people get paid right. So like, when I stopped being an ALT, yeah. I went to Hello Work mm. uh, to try and apply for different jobs at first. What, you, what, what, what is happened? Hello Work? Can you explain what Hello, Hello Work is? Hello Work is basically like the job center, mm. the yeah. employment agency. Unemployment agency, right? Yeah, yeah, so I went over there, sat down, had an interview, and I told them I used to work in IT. So mm. I had like five, six years at an IT company mm -mm. in the UK, two or three IT companies actually. Um, and he goes, yeah, I don't think a Japanese company is going to hire you. Because <laughs> it's like, why would they? Yeah, right. You can do IT stuff, but you know, loads of people can do that. I've um, never seen non-Japanese people in her work. Yeah, I know. I was. I think I was the first because they all panicked. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, it was like loads of them all stood around and like uh, trying to work out who's going to talk to me. That um, is always the best when you enter some like business or establishment and everybody panics and they're like, "What do we do? <laughs> what do we do now?" You're having like flashbacks to like junior high school English tests and oh, stuff, oh. and you're just like, "I speak Japanese." Yeah. <laughs> but they did actually hook me up with a couple of companies for interviews for right. IT work mm -mm. because you know even in Tokyo there's a lot of like uh, foreign people who work at Japanese companies doing yeah. IT. Mm -hmm. There's an engineer that works here in Kagoshima and he's from in America, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the back end stuff's all the same. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what the, the buttons are all the same. The code's yeah. all the same. So, you know, it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, so I did that. And then, yeah, I found out what people learn in Kagoshima, really. I kind of knew before, but, you know, when you see it in front of you and this is what your salary should be, you think like, oh, right. And then I thought, yep, time to do my own business. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I actually, so Natsuki's main job is to, to uh, hook up uh, university students with like uh, work, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, my, I asked her one day, I was like, what are the starting salaries for like these kind of degrees? And she told me, and I was like, God, that is low. Oh. Yeah. I was like, how do they survive? Yeah, that's why smart Japanese kids go to America or some other countries so the, the, to get higher. What surprised me is that after university, the entry salary at companies is pretty much the same, yeah. regardless of what university mm. you went to, regardless of what of your degree, you right? Yeah. Yeah. So you go in, you're just like an unfinished product. And the company will finish you off. Yeah, we've talked That's about this before on the show. Yeah, yeah, they they really do. And the thing is, they'll ha- they'll have like somebody with like a philosophy degree, and they'll ha- get hired into like an IT company because they you know they're a, a personality match. Yeah, and then they teach them how to do a different job than what they studied from. It's weird. Yeah. So and also training doesn't tend to be the kind of training specific to your job. It tends to be that company's training. Yeah. So they'll have certain things that they teach everybody, but there's huge gaping holes in what you need to know. Yeah. So, for example, they might teach you how to, you know, do narration or media training, but they won't teach you how to use like Photoshop or Illustrator, which is part of your job. Mm. This happens an awful lot. It's really strange. So it's like the skills they're teaching you do not match the job role you have often. Yeah. And then on top of that, like the, we don't want to get into this because we're talking about something else, but like mm-hmm. the, the way that they train is usually through the senpai kohai relationship. Mm-hmm. And if your senpai doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine a white dude coming into a company that in that environment, it is quite difficult yeah. to fit in basically, yeah. or to know where to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is an argument that, you know, the people who've managed to fit into those systems and be productive should earn a higher salary because you've overcome a massive cultural divide. You know, as long as you're giving benefit to the company. Yeah. But when you're coming in as a new employee and they don't know if you've got any skills or not, you just can't, you know, do that. Didn't you talk about a book written by a white guy who was like a normal salary man? Yeah, yeah, there's a uh, blue-eyed salary man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, still, yeah. I still want to read that. It's quite interesting. He was at Mitsubishi, I think. Mm. Um, went for Kenko Shindan, the health check. <laughs> uh, and the test results came back. It said, something wrong with your eyes. And he's like, what is it? And they were like, oh, they're the wrong color. <laughs> <laughs> like oh thank you <laughs> thank you for that yeah so he was a uh, yeah way ahead of us i think 90s maybe 80s yeah mm-hmm. we we had a lot of trails already blazed for us i'll be honest but um you know i i don't know this 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 whole white privilege thing it's 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 hard to really comment on with like complete earnesty as well because again me and you are like the beneficiaries of it in a lot of ways yeah but i think that like one thing i want if any of you are like you know listening to the show or watching the show the take home is yeah, there's white privilege here. I think there's white privilege in most of the world. Uh, but it's really weird here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Yeah. They, they don't like you. Like the CEO of a company, you want him to be a white guy. I mean, it's just everybody from from watching Hollywood movies and everything internally, you think CEO equals a white guy. It's just it's, mm. it's hard coded in your brain. OK, yeah. in Japan, they don't want you to be a CEO. Yeah, they 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 actively if you Google like Japan hates foreign CEOs, dude, it's it's a thing. They don't want you to be a CEO. Well, look at uh, old Carlos Gorn. Well, he's gone now, right? Yeah, he's <laughs> gone with the wind. And he know. got two people arrested on the way out, man. Yeah. That's a mess. But yeah. So, I mean, it's happened before at big uh, camera. Toshiba was it? Was another one, I think. Like a British CEO came in. Mm. I yeah. might be wrong about the company. Always a problem. It's always a problem. But never never went well, you yeah. know. So, tough. Nissan, Nissan she was. Uh, we well, were just talking Nissan. about gone. Okay, gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's a weird mixture. But I think the summary of today's show is don't go to Hub. 
Hmm. Don't go to hub. <laughs> uh, no, Natsuki might be there. Yeah, <laughs> I, li- I like their mojito. Good. So buy her mojito. That's, you know, that is the worst drink to order from a bartender. Really? Yeah, it's so rude. Why? It takes a half it's hour the, to make. Let me just model this mint up. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they're making it in hub. Oh. It's, it's just out of a bottle or something. Yeah, probably. Well, it's still good. <laughs> Yeah, when I used to bartend, like somebody come in like mojito. I'm like, next customer. I'm like, I have time <laughs> oh, for that really? shit. I didn't know that. It's the worst. They have good wine, cheap good wine. Yeah, I mean it's it's cheap, but yeah, it's cheap. It's a place for college students again. <laughs> yeah, maybe they could sponsor this. Um... <laughs> just, just get like their <laughs> shitty beer or mojitos on the screen. Yeah. Just like this is from Hub guys. Yeah. No, let's not. Seriously, do that. seriously I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's been today's show about white privilege and various other things uh, in Japan. If you guys have any comments or uh, questions, if you wanted to cop uh, to cover a different topic or whatever, just let us know in the comment section below. Famous last words on white privilege: Go Natsuki. Go to hub. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Uh, Yeah. It exists. Thanks. Yeah, it exists. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, you know, what can you do about it? (laughs) Just be nice to everybody. Just be nice to everybody. My my thing is, if you come here and you know that you've got that white privilege and you do nothing with it and you waste it, you're stupid. And there's a lot of you out there in Japan. Yeah, that's also true. I'm like, you came here with that superpower and you're this now? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Superpower. <laughs> All right, guys, that's been our, our show today. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Okay, you can call. Phone. <laughs>